It seems that being a business coach is the new it job within the professional beauty and aesthetics industry at the moment. And while some coaches have proven success in sharing their salon and clinic journey, lessons learned or their area of expertise, and then empowering you to grow your respective salon or clinic business, there appears to be just as many glorified salespeople looking for that quick buck, barking up the coaching tree and relying on the perfect moment of desperation or naivety to pounce. And the promises are always enticing, not to mention quite clickbait worthy. Phrases like transform your salon into a six or seven figure business, attract and retain your ideal clients. And one phrase that's really been recycled over the years, you've got to work on your business, not in your business. As long as you follow the six-step program and implement A, B, and C, you'll soon be living your best life. You'll have work-life balance. The culture in your business will have elevated. You'll have an improved money mindset, financial independence, and you guessed it, you won't be working on the floor. Now, all of these outcomes are possible and they may not necessarily be negative, but there really is quite an obvious question that must be asked of these claims and promises. At what cost? What will it cost your business, for example, to step away from treatments, to step off the floor and to begin working on your business? What will it cost you to operate at a multi-six or seven-figure level? What will it cost you to attract, but most importantly, retain your ideal market? What might it cost you on a personal level? Will there be sacrifice to friendships, family, lifestyle? And are these answers aligning with what you want to achieve from your business endeavour? Ultimately, the question must be asked, how do you define success? What are your metrics? Today, we're going to dust away the perpetual coaching glitter and promise of profit and scale and workplace culture. There'll be no sugarcoating nor glitter. This is a down-to-earth guide that I hope will empower you before moving forward with a new business coach or mentor or consultant. So strap yourself in for the top 10 questions and talking points to consider and discuss when interviewing yes, interviewing your prospective business coach. This is The Power of Protons, a PH Formula Australia podcast for skin specialists around the world. This is where you come to explore the always evolving professional beauty, skin, dermal and aesthetics industry. We cut through the hype to deliver highly researched content designed to empower, educate, and inspire. I'm Danielle Hughes, your host and lover of all things skin. I'm a beauty therapist turned dermal clinician turned MBA graduate, and I'm the proud distributor of PH Formula in Australia. It's my pleasure to share my passion for education, skin management, and business every Monday right here on the Power of Protons podcast. Before we get into searching for the best business coach to help us reach our goals, we must first interview ourselves. 
After all, how can we know who to engage for help if we haven't analysed where the problem may lie and where we might need to prioritise assistance? So do you need a specialist in marketing and communications, in social media management? Do you need someone who is expert in strategic financial management? Perhaps you need assistance in people and culture, in change management, in leadership, or even in project management. Seldom does one coach have specialization across all of these disciplines in business. So the first question to ask of yourself, what stage of the business life cycle is your salon or clinic operating within? So how mature is your business? Are you a startup on the precipice of launching a new salon or clinic in your area? Are you in the growth stage and you're suddenly faced with needing to employ staff to broaden your service menu, to attract a new type of client and to possibly find a new space to grow into? Are you seeing a slowing of your sales growth as your business matures? Is your business now considered to be mature with established marketplace, proven protocols and operations and reliable cash flows with consistent profits? Or is your business now at a level of maturity where it has become a little stagnant? You're seeing margin creep across your profits despite still maintaining steady cash flows. Has your business activity started to decline with both cash flow and profit decreasing? Each stage of this business life cycle structure will require a unique strategic input and often a different resource requirement. The second question to ask is where is my business or where am I as the owner deficient? Look inward before outwards to a coach. So what expertise do you need? Where are you feeling totally lost? Where do you need motivation? Do you need motivation? Do you need someone to hold you accountable? Do you need to improve your sales skills? Perhaps you need to improve your leadership skills so that you can build a better culture and energize your team to achieve the collective goals. Do you need to truly understand your numbers so that you can determine, for example, how to fund new investments and accelerate your growth trajectory? Do you have a new project that you need some guidance in terms of structuring work packages for? If you're feeling lost in many areas, which area could you improve immediately as the priority to see an increase in cash flows? This is generally the area to prioritize for that increase in cash flow can then help you to resource other areas that may take a longer time frame to see a return for the investment. The third question is, what do you want your business to achieve? You know, do you just want to work two days a week in a shared space and be fully booked as a sole operator a month out in advance? Do you want to have a team? Is that something that you would like to achieve within your business model? Do you want to be the flagship skin clinic in your area? Do you want to have flexibility so that you can spend time with your family, so that you can go on some regular holidays, so that you can manage things remotely? Do you want to take home 100 grand in salary each year? What is it that you're wanting your business to do for you? 
This question is linked to another very popular phrase, and no doubt you have heard this phrase time and time again. What is your why? Why are you in business? And why did you develop and launch a business in this industry? This may change over time. You know, your answers may actually vary depending on when you're asking yourself this particular question. So it is good to revisit as you and your business and team evolve. Your answer to this question will establish a metric for your success. And your success will likely be different to the next person's, and that's totally okay. So suppose you have a short list of coaches on your radar, coaches that you'd really like to work with because you've seen their social media or you've heard from a colleague in the industry and they had a great um, result from working with this particular coach. Here are some guiding questions and talking points to support you in your interview process to ensure that this particular coach that you're seeking to work with is in fact the right fit for you and your business. And yes, there should be an interview. You are about to pay this person, in some cases, a lot of your hard-earned dollars, just like a staff member, and therefore you are going to expect a level of return. Don't just take the resume or the social media page or even someone else's testimonial at face value. Dive deeper to ensure that this fit is right for your unique business. So the first question, uh, which is also question four of our 10 top questions um, is the assessment process. So the first talking point with your coach is to understand what process they take to analyze your business and to formulate the best strategies to support your growth. So is it an immersion process where they spend a day or two in your business observing your operations? Is it more of a data analysis where they log into your sales software and they identify metrics such as average client spend, rebooking rates, services spread, retail and services split, etc.? Do they forensically scale your financial statements and pricing structure to diagnose the problem? Or are they offering more of an assumptive approach, a, a cookie cutter approach that has worked for other businesses like yours? Are they offering a lessons learnt style of coaching which guides you away from making the same mistakes that they did when they were building their successful clinic business? Now, this may be what you need at this time of your business, but it also could be that you need something a little more unique and formulative. A professional coach or consultant will have an assessment system and be able to share this system with you so that you can make an informed decision before your investment. Okay, the next question, what does a successful salon and clinic business look like for them? This person is going to be guiding you towards that enigmatic realm of success. So do your definitions of success align? Are you both crafting and executing strategies that bring you closer to your definition of success? Next question is metrics. Now, in my humble opinion, this is the most important conversation point in the interview. What return do you want from your investment in the coach and how are you going to meter it? What benchmarks need to be met? 
Every dollar that you invest in your business needs to be accountable for some kind of return, whether it's dollars spent on staff, on products, on equipment, or even the boring utilities that keep the lights on. You expect a return from that investment. And another question also to bear in mind within this question, because, you know, this is a complex discussion that we're having, is what time frame are you placing on these metrics? You know, are you both on the same page as to the time frame it's going to take to achieve whatever that benchmark is? When creating a metric for measuring the return from your coaching investment, specific targets do need to be developed based on what is desired in terms of outcome. These targets need to be precise and clearly documented and agreed to before any money changes hands. They need to explicitly outline roles and responsibilities for this new coaching project, and it is a two-way street. Once you and your coach have agreed on what the targets are, you're sharing the responsibility for achieving them. When setting a metric, it's also important not to fall into the trap where you're trying to boil the ocean. And I know boiling the ocean is a very overused term, but it's a visual way of describing that too many benchmarks and changes in one go can often lead to overwhelm, misfocus and unsustainable outcomes. So the metric needs to be specific and focused to one aspect of your operations. The last thing you want is an overwhelm of changes that all need to be implemented at one time. Quite often here, the wheels fall off. So if you're in phase one of your business life cycle, how can you get to phase two? Forget about what you would need to have happen in phase three and phase four and beyond. Just focus on taking a step up to the next rung of the ladder. This way, it's harder to fall off the ladder completely. Question seven, qualification and experience. What qualification does your potential coach hold to craft and support you in implementing and executing strategic measures in your business? This includes culture and change initiatives. And what the balance is, what should the balance be in your mind? Qualification or experience or both? PH Formula is the first pharmacosmeceutical skin treatment line, which is the result of an innovative alliance between cosmeceutical and medical prescription. Based on the technology of regenerative medicine, PH Formula has created a dermatological skin resurfacing system that maximizes a controlled release of protons to support accelerated results in skin conditions such as chronic redness, acne, hyperpigmentation, and cutaneous aging all whilst preserving the integrity of the skin's important barrier function. With an extensive scope of leave-on and layer-dependent resurfacing solutions, PH Formula boasts more than 50 professional treatment options complemented by outstanding home care that supports the skin each day. An exciting portfolio for even the most creative and experienced skin therapist. Discover the world of PH Formula at phformula.com au 
So on the question of qualification and experience, let's first look at qualification. Is the coach that you're looking to work with going to be assisting you in structuring pricing and profit margins, in assisting to manage supply chain or manage cash flow? Are they going to help you analysing capital investments that you're looking to make? And if so, do they hold a qualification in the financial discipline of business? Do they have experience in strategic financial management? If they're going to be coaching you in marketing, do they have a marketing qualification? If they're helping you with people and culture, do they have a HR or a behavioural degree, for example, a qualification in psychology? Maybe they're more of an all-rounder business coach, so do they have a broad business qualification? A qualification provides the practitioner or coach with a proven toolkit of assets that can be applied to your unique business circumstances. And they are unique. Likely your circumstances are different to that coach's other clients. Qualification isn't always the be-all to end-all, but it can enable the coach to come in without preconceived ideas about industry and where your business may require the assistance, and rather adopt a beginner's mind that enables them to develop the most custom targeted solutions to your problems, rather than just the standard industry approach or the assumed solution. With recognised business tools that can diagnose deficiencies that may be existing within your business, a coach can develop a more customised set of strategies for you. Often we assume the root cause of the problem and we jump straight to a cookie cutter set of answers that seem to work well within our industry and for businesses within the industry. However, it may be the case that these fixes don't actually fix the root cause of the problems that you are facing. And therefore, the strategies at best are only short term, but at worst can actually cause damage to your business. The other side to this question of qualification is the very important question of experience. Has your coach implemented their qualifications and how they are proposing to help you in the practical world of business? Have they achieved what you want to achieve? Have they helped others to achieve what you want to achieve? And have they achieved these milestones within the beauty and dermal industry or another industry? Now, sometimes you'll actually want someone with a strong knowledge of our industry. In other cases, a fresh approach may help you to develop a true innovation in the field and in your business offering. Also important to ask the coach to validate their promise to you. Look past just the written testimonials and speak to people who have used the coach and also look at the businesses of the people that have used this coach. Are they similar to yours, similar offering, similar kind of location and maybe similar demograph, just to name a few uh, aspects to, to analyse, especially with matters on finance. Just because your coach has built a very successful business in the industry, which is a major accomplishment in itself, it doesn't mean they are qualified to offer you financial advice. Be very careful who you entrust your financials with. This starts at the way you raise funds to launch your business, 
to investing in equipment, the way you price your services, differentiating between profit and cash flow, and where maybe incremental cash flows can come from. It extends to risk assessment prior to investment, analyzing the time value of money, and of course, tax implications and relative tax rates. Ultimately, it is you as the business owner and the one who will be spending the money investing in their business who needs to decide what qualification and experience level becomes your benchmark and determines the kind of coach that you work with and who you entrust your business and its growth with. Question eight, what is your coach's strength? What motivates them? What lights them up? And does this balance what you have defined your weakness as being? Are they in their element when designing marketing and communications? And this is something that is just not what you're passionate about. Are they highly experienced in leadership coaching? And you've identified that to compel your team to achieve the goals, you need to improve your leadership skills. Can they provide sales tips and training so that you can adapt your mindset to feel more confident in prescribing and selling products and treatment packages? Unless you have money to burn, opt in to recruiting a coach whose qualification and or area of specialty is complementary to yours and the weaknesses that you have determined. Question nine, how will you embed the proposed changes? What tools will you be given to ensure the strategies don't just launch for a fast burn, but stick? They embed in a sustained slow burn within the business. What is the coach expecting you to do to successfully implement their strategy, their guidance, their recommendations? And more than that, what support will they provide you to embed these changes in a sustainable capacity? Implementing a change is different to embedding a change. In fact, embedding is often the most difficult because it usually requires a behavioral shift. We can all implement a clever sales strategy, for example, to generate a short-term revenue injection, but this is actually the easy part. Day by day, we can start to see that slipping back into old habits where we're not talking about our brilliant new treatment or how this treatment can be maximized with this other modality or maximized with home care. In this case, the strategy has been a short-term success, but it has not become a sustained behavior embedded in our business for a continued success and a more consistent stream of revenue. So what will your coach provide you to implement and most importantly, embed the change initiative? And what do they expect from you to achieve the desired outcome from their tools, their frameworks and their guidance? Looking inwards now, do you have the capacity to do this? Are you willing to invest the time, the energy and potentially money to bring whatever this change initiative is home? At the end of it, it is your business and you will have to invest this time, this energy and possibly money at really embedding and making the most of the input that you are expecting from your coach. These expectations do need to be discussed and agreed upon before jumping on a coaching wagon. 
And the last question, question 10, do they provide you with a business plan? Will you be receiving something tangible that has been formulated and documented specifically for your business? Will your coaching dollars be purchasing something that you can refer to down the track as a way to keep you on track? This might be a traditional business plan, a business model canvas, a change plan, which identifies a focus problem and develops a plan to implement and embed the change initiative. Maybe it's a marketing plan. This document can provide an extra layer of value from your investment in coaching dollars, and it should be an aspect of coaching dollars uh, spent that you require as a return. Remember, my business and your colleagues' business is different to your business. Your business is no doubt different to your competitors and those that you interact with on social media platforms. And therefore, if we're seeking tailored business coaching and advice, we would not expect to download the same plan as the next person. And we certainly shouldn't expect it as a free download. Now, you may not expect such a personalized approach from say a mastermind or a round table or a group seminar where other salon and clinic owners attend and you can bounce around ideas and network and really re-energize yourself, which is really valuable, let me, let me say, and don't get me wrong, but you should be expecting this kind of personalized prescriptive advice from a more one-on-one -on -one personalized coaching program. Mastermind style days are great to motivate you and to encourage creative thinking so that you can go away with a new energy, but they don't provide you the ongoing support of one-on-one. -on -one. So again, it comes back to what you are needing, what you need to be able to propel your business into its next phase, into its next stage and growth trajectory. These 10 questions and talking points I feel form a really great first consultation with a potential coach and ensure that you go into that interview process with some degree of understanding about your business maturity, your why, what success looks like for you and where your areas of weakness are that you're needing some assistance with. It indicates that you are not a desperate and naive operator just reactively signing up to some miracle program. It will empower you with answers that can inform your decision and validate your strategic financial investment. And it is just that. As an industry, it's time to move away from the hand-me-down words of wisdom, feel-good motherhood statements and free-for-all social media advice and move towards a more individualised, prescriptive approach to strategy that's able to overcome emerging market demands, and there are many of those emerging, and shifting consumer behaviours, areas which may be uncharted and therefore don't necessarily respond to historic practices and experiences. I sincerely hope that this episode has expanded your view on where your coaching dollars are spent and where to expect the return. Looking forward to having your company again next week, but until next Monday, have a positively charged week ahead and a successful Christmas and end of year trade. Bye for now.